Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the morning routine with freedom. I'm freedom. It's Wednesday morning, August the 22nd, 2018, episode number 413. So good to see you this midweek day, the pinnacle of the climbing action, as we would say, for the work week. It's uh, going to be a great day, you know? Might have a little rain again here in Pennsylvania today, but it's all good. Today's a big day for a bunch of young uh, men that I know. I'm wearing my uh, Liberty University t-shirt this morning as a bunch of young men that I know from, from the area are leaving today to move in to their dorms at Liberty University to start chapter two. Well, I don't know. Maybe they're up to chapter 10 by now. I don't know of their life story though. So exciting day for many as they embark off to college for the first time ever and leave their homes, leave their mother's cooking. And, uh, you know, it's an adventure. It's exciting. So a big day for many. So, but, uh, Besides that, man, yesterday was a was a day, you know, a Tuesday. I worked, and uh, let's see, did I get? Yeah, I did a little this and a little that around the house afterwards, you know, a little sheetrock, a little this, a little, you know, I got the big project going on, so I try to nip at it wherever I can. But it was raining outside, so I couldn't do any outside stuff. So, but it's okay. So, got some stories lined up for you this morning. Here, we're gonna jump right into those guys, and uh, right before we do, just to remind you, all the stories can be found in their entirety at the morning routine. Dot live. Just go right there. The links to the articles in their original format are right there with all of the facts because as you know, I only take little snippets out of them because that's all I do. That's all the time we got. I'm not going to read you an article. I'm just going to give you the gist of it, you know? So morningroutine.live, you can go there and find it right now. So let's run and jump right into our first story. First story I have uh, uh, for you today is out of Canada. Yes, Canada. Canadians. Yes. Canada was uh, one of the co uh, countries who started uh, the basic income idea. They were uh, piloting there. And uh, they were doing it in multiple different places around the world. Canada was one of them. And the, the big promo was a basic income guarantee is an idea that works. And this was their big thing on their websites and on their marketing. Well, Let's see, let's jump right into this. This is out of Fast Company in April 2017. That is a just a little over a year ago. The government of Ontario began providing around 4,000 low-income uh, families a basic income, okay? Uh, the premise of the pilot, okay, in case you're not familiar with what a basic income is, okay, which was meant to last three years, was, okay, was to understand the effects of equipping people living on little resources with an extra income stream. Under the program, a single person would receive up to $17,000 minus whatever income that they already earned, and a couple could receive up to $24,000. But just a little less than halfway through the pilot, the government of Ontario is scrapping the program. The basic income guarantee is an idea that does not work, according to Canadia. Calling the program too expensive and clearly not the answer for Ontario families. The cost of, of the cost of the basic income program around fifty million dollars per year, they say, pales in comparison to the billions of dollars that poverty extracts in the form of healthcare burdens, loss of productivity, and social services. So that was the idea behind this was to offset the billions of dollars that they sent they spent, but. 
it just isn't working. So Ontario basic income program is not the only one in the world. Pilots are also in uh, being done in Stockton, California, uh, and in Kenya. So uh, we'll see if it works someplace else. But as far as in Ontario, it does not work. So good for you guys for pulling the plug. I feel bad for the families, 4,000 families who thought they were going to be getting this money for three years. And yeah, just like a year and a little year and a half into it are like, oh yeah, sir, we're going to take that away now. It's not working. feel bad for them, but you know, it happens, I guess. So, but uh, next story, what we have, this next story is, uh, I thought it was an interesting story because we talk about this a lot. Of the, uh, we talk about this a lot with students and our children in their schools about the idea of fitting in. And when they feel like they don't fit in, you know, what they should do. And sometimes we don't have a good answer. We have suggestions and things like that. But, you know, sometimes we don't have a great answer to, to fill that void that they feel. Well, this one, listen to this. This is out of Fast Company as well. What to do when you feel like you don't fit in at work. Interesting. I guess I never stopped to think that... That feeling could never, might not ever go away. You might go to the workplace and feel like you just don't fit in there. So there's an article right here. I would go and read this in its entirety if you have that feeling at work. But we're just going to skim real quick and just take a look at this. They say, out of this article on a fast company, uh, first, is there really a problem? Which is a great gut check. Consider whether your feelings have more to do with how you perceive yourself than how others perceive you. Ask yourself if you need to adjust your own self-esteem. That's the first pointer. This could apply to when we're talking to our kids or students as well. Is it really that you don't fit in or is it that you don't think that you fit in but meanwhile you do? I can relate to this when I was a, when I was a youngster. I remember a long, long time ago when, when my mother was... Uh, taking me to a church and I was part of uh, uh, like a student program there and I really didn't want to be there. It wasn't my thing. Like I was forced to go at the time. Uh, but I, and all these kids were nice to me. And there was this one girl that was always really nice to me too. And I felt like I didn't fit in. I felt like they were being nice to me just because they were supposed to be nice to me. Meanwhile, years later, I discovered that, no, they really did enjoy being around me. But it was my own image of myself in that setting that didn't fit. So this is a great pointer. I mean, it's really true. Uh, next, seek one-on-one -on -one connections. Fitting in at the workplace is more about your ability to build strong, meaningful relationships than whether everyone laughs at your jokes and asks you for out for happy hour. Another great suggestion for you and I and for our kids, one-on-one -on -one connection, just one person. Connect with one person. Uh, next, put yourself out there. Ask yourself if you're really making a, an attempt to fit in. Are you uh, being social at breaks? Are you making an effort to talk to people? Right? That's the one. another one. Another one, find ways to add value. One of the best ways to build a relationship is to be of value to someone you're trying to connect with. Next, decide if it's time to move on. The company culture is not in alignment with your own beliefs and values. You may be fighting an uphill battle to fit in and may consider whether it's time to move on. 
So great article. I thought there's a lot in there. I would suggest you read it even if you're trying to guide somebody through not feeling like they fit in and you need some pointers of maybe, uh, you know, this is a great article. So uh, it's there, morningroutine.live. You'll see it on today's episode. So the last little story that I have for you is more of a history lesson. I, it's an... It's a very large article with lots of images. If you want to go read it in its entirety, it's out of Fast Company as well. Um, and but this is big. It has to do with the Teflon nonstick pans from back in the '70s, not the current ones, but back in the '70s. I I have heard things about this, but never really listened to it and pay attention. You know, when you hear things are gonna kill you. You know, eggs, bacon, pans. You know, all the on and on. The list is always changing and uh, whatever. You kind of disregard stuff and and don't take it like as in like it's really real. I was reading this article. I'm like, son of a gun. I've heard this before, but this is a serious deal. This is real. Listen to this. The title of the article is 3M knew your nonstick pan was poisoning you in the 70s. 3M was a big manufacturer, as you know. You might have recognized the name. They still make tape and all kinds of things like that. But this is crazy. The company used the discoveries from the Manhattan Project, which used fluorine to distill uranium from the first atom bomb, to develop a magic fluorocarbon called PFOA. That's the key number, our P, uh, uh, name, PFOA. DuPont, another company that you recognize, right, used the PFOA to create Teflon, which is what is on the nonstick pan. Okay, so there's the connection. 3M made this thing. They then sold it to DuPont. DuPont made Teflon, a coating used by uh, hundreds of companies to manufacture nonstick cookware. Well, back in 75, a researcher at the University of Florida, Florida res uh, uh, alerted 3M, saying that he found out that this wonder he found this wonder mo molecule, uh, PFOA, in his own bloodstream. He's like, how can this be? So we let them know. 3M told him that they uh, had no clue, but the company scientists conducted an investigation and found out that the molecule that this researcher found in his blood was indeed 3M's wonder molecule. Traced it back that it actually was from one of these things. In an internal investigation in 1976, this would be a year later, a company scientist found out that the workers at 3M's plant in Minnesota had this stuff in their blood a thousand times higher than normal concentrations. So now, 3M knows. In 75, they're made aware. In 76, 1976, they're aware that it's in all of their workers' bloodstreams. In 78, so this is three years later, 3M had concluded that PFOA and PFOS should be regarded as toxic in an internal report. In 79, four years later, 3M knew that people all over the United States had it in their veins thanks to analysis of samples from Red Cross blood donors. Okay, so this is in 1979. They're aware that this stuff is toxic and it's in people's blood all over the country. Crazy. Wow. 3M kept selling the compound to DuPont and other companies even after they were aware of this and all this stuff was information that they had internally. State of Minnesota sued 3M in 2005. That's six years later, the first lawsuit came out after everybody in the country already had this stuff in their bloodstream and they knew it was toxic. Then they sued him again in 2010. Amazing. 
In Europe, PFOAs have been banned since 2008. PFOAs will be totally prohibited by 2020. In the United States of America, PFOA was banned in 2014. That's 75, 25 plus 14 is 39 years later. PFOAs get banned. 20, are you, but it, it took four decades to get a result of litigation and EPA investigations. All that time, the company that made this uh, knew that it was toxic and kept selling it. It's hard to know what to pay attention to, but this is one heck of a story. I got to tell you, man. Woo! So uh, you can read that and get more details if you're interested, but I don't know. I don't know what the moral of that story is, except for that some of those warnings that we get are real. Some of them are just people trying to make a name for themselves. You know, oh yeah, we think this is, you know what? I think that drinking out of a tin cup will absolutely give you um, something, you know, whatever it is, but. I don't know, but that's the story. So let's move on, guys. Let's move past the stories today. Let's move on to the Google Trends. Top 10 most searched things yesterday on Google. Number one, Molly Tippetts. Yes, Molly Tippetts was the uh, missing Iowa student, and uh, she is trending right now at over 2 million searches yesterday as they have arrested uh, and charged a... A person who is an undocumented, undocumented immigrant, um, which is one of the reasons why this is going to be in the headlines a long time. But anyways, uh, she has been missing over 2 million searches for Molly Tibbetts on Google yesterday. Number two, Post Malone. Post Malone, the person with over 1 million searches yesterday. Number three, Stefan Carl. At number three. He's an actor with over 1 million searches. Man, people were hitting the internet hard yesterday. Number four, Ariana Grande is at number four with only 200 plus thousand searches. Number five, Daniel, Daniel Murphy, uh, baseball player. Number six, Chris Watts, uh, which is a policeman who's been arrested for what he did to his family. Number seven, Duncan Hunter is at number seven. Number eight, Norm, Normani, Normani. Normandy. I don't know how to say that name, but Normandy is at number eight. Number nine, Trump Twitter is trending at number nine. And number 10, MSNBC uh, is trending at number 10 spot in the most searched things yesterday on Google. So let's move forward, guys, to a passage of wisdom. It's 7.03 a.m. on if you're watching live. And let's see what our passage of wisdom is for this morning. Uh, oh, very simple reminder. You're not, you're probably going to take this and go, oh yeah, that was nothing. I challenge you. It's so simple that you might just blow it off of, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Just take a moment though and soak on this this morning and take it through your day with you. Okay. Colossians chapter three, verse two, set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. That's so simple. It's so basic. You're like, yeah, great. Great. Thank you for the wisdom, freedom. Yeah, wonderful. No, listen to this. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. Don't get distracted. On setting your mind on things, on earthly things, that mean nothing in the end. 
You'll never, in the, in the last days of your life, when you, if you have a chance to look back, there are things right now that you're worried about, that you're concerned about, that you're focused on, that you're uh, upset that you don't have, uh, uh, driven and you're passing, uh, you're, you're giving away life opportunities to just do one thing to get to, get to this earthly thing and you're missing the things that matter the most, the things that are above, love, forgiveness, grace, looking out for your neighbor, right? Loving your neighbor as you would love yourself, right? I mean, these things, the impact that you can make in somebody's life that last could last generations, right? How much time do you spend talking with your creator and asking for guidance and direction? Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. Earthly things are very shiny. They make a lot of noise. They're very distracting. They, they're, it's like those toys that kids get that drive us crazy. That's what earthly things are, though. Man, they can suck us away from the things that matter the most. Great passage this morning. Let's pray, guys. Let's get this day started. Father, good morning. Father, we thank you for this Wednesday, this hump day per se, the middle of the week, an opportunity to, to uh, see what we've done the last two days and refocus as we've got three more great days ahead of us of our work week before we can trend into the weekend. Father, be with us today. Give us focus. Give us strength. Give us opportunity to set our minds on things above and rise above the earthly things that could bring us stress, aggravation, and distract us from the things that are most important. Father, I pray this morning for all the college students who are heading out of their homes today and heading off to college. What a big step, a step of courage, a step of bravery as they go off to live on their own a lot for the very first time. Give them the strength. Give them the, uh, the excitement of the opportunity that they have to go and grow their minds and to become the next uh, 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 person that you have planned for them. Help them not to lose focus on the things that you have planned for their lives. Getting off to college, there's a lot of things going on and it can become more about fun, which is, we want them to have fun. But they can be distracted by, by simpler things and lose focus that they can really achieve greatness that you have planned for them if they keep their eyes on you. Protect them, keep them safe as they go into this next opportunity. And I pray for the parents who for many for the first time might have somebody leaving their house for the very first time. It's noticeably different. Uh, strengthen their hearts and their minds as they see and feel the difference in their home. We raise them up to go out and be great. And this is part of that adventure. Father, we love you and we thank you. Amen. And that, my friends, is a wrap. Thanks for being here this morning in the morning routine. I appreciate each and every one of you. I hope that you enjoy your Wednesday. Make it great. Don't forget to be exactly who you were meant to be today, whether it's a person who's just loving on somebody, whether it's a person who's conquering a mountain for some specific cause or reason, whatever it might be, it all matters. I love you. Have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow.